0: Hi, my beautiful people. Today we have the honor and pleasure of Deborah, who I've been connecting with the past few weeks. Deborah would like to share her story with us today.
1: Hi, Deborah. Hi, Jenny. Thanks so much for having me. I am so excited to be here and to be on your platform. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah, thank you. Oh, my God. This is going to be so much fun. Uh, I know. And today I want to share my story about how I. I moved from corporate America into entrepreneurship, made that shift. Right. And uh, so your audience can't see me, but maybe they'll see a picture of me online. I'm Asian. I'm, I am have a Chinese background, um, originally from Hawaii, born there, but lived in Hong Kong. My father is from... Hong Kong, and I grew up in that environment where he was very had a very traditional Asian mindset, and in the Chinese culture, girls are deemed or not as important as boys, still to this day. Well, no, I mean not, sure not as much changed. today. It's, it's changed, yeah. but you know that was back then. Right, um, fifty years old. <laughs> <So>. hey, fifty <laughs> fabulous girl. <laughs> 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 So, yeah, growing up, he I, I don't think he would really consciously knew and would admit it, but, you know, growing up, he would say, boys, and if I didn't come running with the boys, I would miss out. Yeah. And he would introduce, you know, the kids and say, you know, boys, you know, my boys this, my boys that. So I always felt like I was the black sheep of the family and kind of like, you know, looked down or, or less than. Oh, sorry um, to hear that. That. Well, you know that's just how it was yeah. Um, but it hasn't stopped me and I want to tell you my story of how I transitioned from feeling like the shy. I was a very shy girl, shy black sheep of the family to me now. I'm totally in standing in my own
0: light and my own. how it feels so wonderful. Yes <laughs> you should be so proud of yourself. You. I mean, hearing your story off off the um, the mic and all this the schooling you had, all the education like you really are a powerhouse girl. Oh my god! Yes, you are. You- are too. <laughs> you, you are.
1: I mean, you're standing in your own power, and that is why I love connecting with you because, yes. you know, women, we need to empowering support each other. Women, yes. We have to. Mm-hmm. And when two minds come together, we create a third, much more powerful
0: mind. And why not lift each other up? Exactly. We need to. That's what life's all about. Like, there's no competition no. with women. It's about being there and empowering. And you know what? It's just making someone else feel just wonderful right you know? and yeah. i'm so proud of you so tell oh, us about all the um you. all the schooling you did oh. <laughs> well i mean yeah i did go to
1: school i have two master's degrees um hello an mba and a master's of science in mis from pitt Katz graduate school of Business. whoo Oh, Anybody right. from Pitt. Yeah. But you know what? That it does not matter. It how many degrees you have, it doesn't matter. It have. does not matter with entrepreneurship what you're what I am doing. You know, maybe some if you're doing consulting for geophysics, then you better have a degree. You know? Right. Oh yeah. But what I am doing is empowering women through anti-aging. Oh, sign me up. <laughs> I know, everybody. And you know, it's this visceral fear for some women, Right, aging. And women, some women really have this fear of, oh my God, I'm not looking the same. My jowls are, are drooping now. And they don't want to go into the next half of the century looking like they're old. That's their choice, right? And, right. And, and, and that's okay. But what what I'm looking at is what I do is empowering women. It is helping women build their self-esteem. Sometimes you need a little boost. Sometimes you need a little help, whether it is um, physically, with your skin, with your hair, with your weight your body, your your brain health. I mean, yeah. we help people in real ways, brain health, as well as uh, weight loss, wellness, and skin.
0: So let's go back though with what you're doing and what you've been doing. Tell us yeah. a little bit about your family. Okay. Right. So I kind of skipped that part. I
1: have uh, three brothers and I love them. I love my family. I'm, like I said, originally from Hawaii. All of my brothers are very successful doctors. Such a typical, (laughs) stereotypical Asian thing, right? Oh, that's wonderful. Um, But I wanted to go into business because my father and grandfather were entrepreneurs. And I had that bug of um, business and entrepreneurship in my mind. And in, in fact, when we were young, my brothers and I had our own, and in Hawaii they call it shave ice, you know, snow cone, shave ice yes. business in my father's restaurant. So we kind of ran that, that was like the first little foray into entrepreneurship. I just really liked business. I didn't. My my father wanted me to be a lawyer mm-hmm. because you know that's so stereotypical. Oh yeah, lawyer, doctor, doctor. Right. What's the other one? It was, it was accountant, always... CPA, yeah. engineer. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I know. It's like um, let me figure
0: out what I want to do. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. So I went into marketing undergrad and then graduate school out here and got the two degrees. I really liked technology. I was recruited into various companies. I got offers, but I chose an offer with a bank. And I've been with that bank for 18 years. And I really liked helping other companies, other small businesses and large businesses build their hopes and dreams in their business. But how did you
0: feel? I mean, Getting in every day and doing. I'm not going to say this because a lot of people are just so good at what they do and they just enjoy what they do. But how did you feel about doing that every day? I mean, so
1: I liked helping other people, but I, deep down inside, after I thought about things, I wanted to start my own business. I I didn't want to be on corporate time. Great career. You know, I, I traveled a lot and travel has its ups and downs. So, so as a result, I had to miss out on a bit of my son's life growing up. So I have a All 13.
0: All right. Where did you meet your husband?
1: In California. Okay. So we, we met after college. He's from Los Angeles and we met in Los Angeles. I got a job there. What brought you to Pittsburgh? Grad school. Oh,
0: so, that's right. Okay. Right? Yeah. He went to CMU and I went to Pitt. Wow. Incredible. Incredible. So managing the job and having a family. Mm -hmm. And then I know you mentioned about some health issues that have happened. Right. And so, so actually my son is adopted.
1: Um, we adopted him at birth and That's wonderful. yeah, you know, so when you choose to be a parent like yes. that, it didn't happen by accident. It happened by choice. Yeah. You know, we have to really be intentional about parenting. And I felt guilty having to travel, be there for my son when I chose to adopt. Right. And so that was a, the corporate life. I was, there was some, flexibility, of course. And you get more flexibility in, in
0: this company, you know, based upon your role in the organization. But sometimes you do. I mean, you, you have regret mm-hmm. because of some of the, how old was your son when you were traveling a lot? In elementary school. So. Okay. Yeah. They don't, you know, they don't really realize that much. I feel like kids need you more when they're in the middle school and the high school. Yes. Yeah. What grade is he in? And now he's in eighth grade in
1: middle school. Okay, yeah, those are the... And and I am just so glad that I'm now there for him. But mm-hmm. when, when he was younger, I felt guilty. I mean, I didn't want to miss out on his uh, Halloween parade or school parties or field trips and, you know, things like that. And I was watching my time. Oh, my God, I got to get back to work. Um, so even though there's some flexibility, there there isn't true time freedom and flexibility. Right. I, it's
0: hard to balance yeah. everything. I mean right. you're trying to, you know, be a great mom and you're working and working moms, you know, I give them a lot of credit because it's you know, Ian trying to take care of the household and the, you know, your son and your husband. It's it's a lot. Right. And my
1: husband is a transplant patient or survivor. So he is um he has he is a recipient of a heart transplant. Oh my gosh! For over ten years now. So How old was he when he? I like think in thirties. <sighs> really young. Oh my gosh! How did you know? It, it just kind of happened. So he had no um, history of heart problems, and then all of a sudden he had heart failure out of the blue, and and then um, it was two different episodes. You know, we had to go to the hospital. He was. Uh, Put in the cardiac ICU, had a balloon pump, you know, he was airlifted, everything, and then walked out pushing his own uh, wheelchair like about three days after he was in the ICU. So he recovered. Wow. And then the doctors couldn't explain it, they just thought it was a virus that had attacked his heart. And then years later, he had heart failure again, but this was more of a chronic issue. And then it got to the point where he needed a transplant. Oh my gosh. And so he. How old was your son at this time? He was two when my husband <sighs> needed the transplant. And you were working full time? Yes. And I was working. Oh, wow. And of course, work was very understanding and I took the time off, you know, needed. But that was a very scary time. But luckily, my son was only two and not really... Able to you know comprehend everything, right? Now, how's her husband doing today? He his health is pretty good. I mean, the only thing is when um, since he's immune suppressed, you know, with this coronavirus going around, mm-hmm. we have to be extra careful, right? And he um, ended up did he did get it very recently? He was infected with coronavirus, and that even though he is. Vaccinated, boosted, got the monoclonal antibody infusion. He still ended up in the hospital recently. Um, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it was pretty scary, but his um, condition wasn't as dire as if he didn't have all those things. And we were just very blessed that he did not have to go on the ventilator. You know, he had oxygen provided to him. Right. Um, and they pumped him up with You know, steroids and antibiotics and everything. Oh, God bless him. He he did get out of the hospital, and now he's recovering at home. He's almost fully recovered. You know, still not a hundred percent his oxygenation levels, but um, he's working from home. So we're we're just very
0: blessed, grateful. Right, that is wonderful. So when you were in the corporate. World and when your husband ended up having heart issues, um, what did you just dis- did you decide to you just you couldn't really travel, right? Right, right. I wasn't
1: traveling at that point, so um, luckily, and the work was very understanding, so I took the time off that I needed to. Right. You know, you still have your obligations, and when I adopted our son, um, I had taken three months off at that point. And this was before, I think now times have really changed and companies are just so much more um, generous with parental leave. So, you know, not only maternal family, medical leave, but, you know, fathers have it now too. Right. They're accommodating now. They're accommodating. And it's not as uncommon these days as it was back then to take three months off. Right. And so I did. I took three months off. And I have to tell you, my career did suffer because of that. It, back then, yes. you know, 13 years ago. But that's another reason why I wanted to do my own thing because I just didn't want to be in the corporate world, play by the por- corporate rules. You know, I wanted to do my own thing. I, even though the company, I was very grateful that they provided me with a great position, and I was.
0: Um, happy helping other people. I felt limited in. Yes, you needed something for you that you enjoyed, right. and you, you were helping others in the way that you wanted to. Right. Yeah. I felt like I wasn't let, um, utilizing all of my
1: gifts and talents, and I wasn't able to fully let my light
0: shine. Right. It's isn't, yeah. Isn't that? Right. I feel like that's a story for a lot of women. Because, you know, I'm looking at myself too. I raised my kids and put my career on hold and now it's, I'm just loving what I'm doing now. And it's both of us are, you know, our own little entrepreneurs. Yay. I mean, I'm sure well, I'm only like okay. a couple weeks and oh, a couple of months Wonderful. In. but I do enjoy it. Now tell us about, when did you start doing your own business?
1: Um, about a year and a half ago. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so it's new, too. Right. And I started it as a side gig while I was working full-time, and I love that because this business was whatever you wanted mm-hmm. to make out of it, and you could fit it in in 15-minute increments, nooks and crannies of your day. So no matter how busy you are, you know you can find the time to do it, or if you can't do it, that's okay. It's right. your business. You pick and choose your hours, right? Right. Pick and choose your hours and how fast you want to go. So you you set your own goals here. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So how is it going? So I love it. I mean, entrepreneurship is definitely different than the corporate world because you're your own employee. (laughs) Yeah, You don't have anybody working for you? No, I mean, not for me, uh, but I have, you know, a team and I help them. And so they have their own little businesses and I help their business grow okay. and I coach and mentor them, but we, we all help each other. And that's what I love about this because I, so I also love empowering women and I volunteered at a nonprofit called Pennsylvania Women Work for, I don't know, 15 years years or, or or so a very long time I mm. lost track because that also goes to show how old I am too so I don't like <laughs> hey, to think about it <laughs> it's, just an, it's just a number <laughs> right. you're right <laughs> but time flies
0: you I know. know but there's never any like dead end like you can't not start something. It doesn't matter what age you are, you know, you just do what you want to do, enjoy it and embrace it. Right. So so I was volunteering with this
1: organization for 15 plus years. It's all about helping women um, achieve economic self-sufficiency and giving them the skill set and the job training and the job placement opportunities and the mentoring them, so yes. great organization here in Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh. But I had to do that outside of my corporate job on my time, like it was in, encroaching sometimes right. on family time, you know. But right. here, I am empowering women every day as part of my job. Is there any men that you talk to or help? We can. Um, actually, some of my clients are men. As well, um, but the majority of my clients are women because women just seem to be attracted towards anti-aging much more than men. I mean, right. I think men—they—they they look good. They embrace it. You know? Right. They <laughs> They're do. okay with gray hair. Mm-hmm. Most men, you know, okay with their um, wrinkles.
0: Right. uh, I know. I used to, you know, back in my 30s and stuff, when you didn't see your wrinkles as much, I used to be like, oh, my gosh, it's getting Botox. You can just tell. And now I'm like, heck, don't knock it. I have Botox too (laughs) on my forehead. (laughs) You know, I'm not going to hide it. You know, A lot of people think they can't talk about it, but, you know, that's something that, hey, what are you doing because your face looks so good about it tell people you know we need to help each other out it's not something to be ashamed of it's something to embrace and be so proud of it yeah you know well you're taking care of yourself
1: and if you don't want botox i got something
0: natural that will help you exactly yes so So that see that's so wonderful now if Mm -hmm. they wanted to get in contact with you or um your company what is the website so they can go to my website which is
1: Deborah Lee D e b o r a h l e e p g h dot neora n e o r a dot
0: com. Perfect to learn more about what you do, and also if you tell, um, if you put in the notes or if you send an email or whatever you're going to do with Deborah, if you mention that you heard her on Spill with Me, Jenny D, you get a free gift. Yes. Ooh. I love giving out for you guys. I love talking to you because your spirits, you're so enthusiastic about what you're doing and how you, you know, yeah, you tried to do the corporate world and you loved it. But you know what? There's always something else that you feel like, I'm so much more fulfilled. Right, I feel so much better about myself that I'm out there helping
1: others. Yeah, and it's all about letting your light shine. And I enjoy helping other women discover and see their light, and helping their yes. light shine. Oh
0: yes, I I agree. You and I are a team. Yeah, I do believe that you know any men and women out there that feel that they gotta just let their stories tell so that they can feel better about themselves or help somebody else out, you know? Right. And you being an entrepreneur, I'm sure there are a lot of women out there that are listening that are entrepreneurs and and men as well, so I think that they'll see this as like, hey, Anti aging. Sign me up. (laughs) (laughs) I had so much fun
1: talking to you. Yeah, I did too. Thank you so much for having me. And I am definitely going to spread the word about your podcast.
0: Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you, (laughs) hon. Well, this was Spill With Me, Jenny D. Thank you so much for joining me with Spill With Me, Jenny D. You can be anonymous, planning on having guest speakers. And let's have a lot of fun. I can't wait to hear from you guys. Oh, I'm so excited. This is still with me, Jenny D.